Hello one and all, welcome to the A to the K Wrestling Show, and coming up tonight on the Ringside Report. Um, so, um, <laughs> the Wyatt Six members revealed. Is Tony Khan siding with the Elite over CM Punk? Um, is Triple H open to a CM Punk return? Has Shawn Michaels confirmed uh, plans for two international NXT shows, even though mm. I put both fingers up because I'm boss like that. <laughs> King of the Ring apparently making this return soon. Nikki Ash is gone and Nikki Cross is back. He's back, baby. Um, Chava Guerrero set for a major movie role. His role probably won't be major, but he's set for a he's role. He's involved in a major, in a major film. Yeah. 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 WWE are finally dropping the T-Bard gimmick. Uh, Austin Theory set to put his Money in the Bank contract on the line. Uh, good brothers are being bad brothers uh, for New Japan <laughs> Pro Wrestling. And Anthony, when is all this coming up? It's all coming up right fucking now. Yes, it is. Yes, it so, is. the Wyatt family. The Wyatt Six. The Wyatt Six. Bray. Are we confident as faction yet? Um, I don't know. Okay. Apparently, according to the headline of this uh, thing, we are. The thing. Um, so, we got to see on SmackDown, we got to see uh, Uncle... I always call him Uncle Happy. What's he called? Uncle... Uncle Howdy. Uncle Howdy. That's it. So, he was um, watching a lot of uh, Toy Story. He was, basically. Yeah. Um, interestingly... I can see Woody over there. Um, the doll. Um, so yeah, Uncle Howdy made his appearance on SmackDown this week. And uh, yeah, led to a lot of people speculating, well, oh, this is the first member of the Wyatt Six. Now, I don't think anybody truly knows exactly what this is. Um, a lot of people speculating it could be six of Bray Wyatt's personalities all come together and that's the Wyatt Six, so on and so forth. However... Still sounds like a um, <laughs> it does. Well, how about The Circle? Well, that reality show. Yeah, that one. Um, So that is also an apparent name for this faction, if it is indeed a faction. So basically, what we're saying is, nobody really knows for sure. But um, we saw Uncle Howdy, and a lot of people are speculating now that this is one of either Dutch or Vincent, who are two people from the Ring of Honor scene. I think we've seen them in TNA as well. Uh, oh, sorry, Impact. And uh, yeah, so apparently these are two new people to WWE that we are going to get to see. Mm. And the tag team within the Wide Six. So we have them. There's also heavy speculation that Bo Dallas is set for a WWE return. Um, obviously, John got with his brother, which would be for the first time um, actually acknowledged. You know, you know Roman Reigns, acknowledge me. We're gonna acknowledge it. Um, I mean, so, I, he's always had the potential, hasn't he? Like they've never really had the right opportunity, but he's always had the potential to be a star. And I think with um, with a bit of guidance from Bray, I think that could work. Yeah, I mean, the Believe stuff got over, you know, super in uh, NXT. So we will see what it does on the main. I mean, roster, I, but... I was a Believer when uh, he uh, he got with Liv. Like, I mean, you believe you can achieve. Everybody should believe <laughs> that guy can get with Liv. Um, so we have Vincent and Dutch, we have Bo Dallas, and then where do we go from here? Now, I don't think Braun Strowman is going to be involved in any way, shape, or form. I think that's the right call. Um, he seems to be doing his own thing. He seems to be <laughs> gone. Really busy, kind of fighting Omos. <laughs> kind of, maybe. Um, but <laughs> that battle of who's taller, like, hey. But you did mention Liv Morgan, so obviously she's gone down the, um, you know, crazy route of late. <laughs> so a lot of people have speculated maybe she will also join uh, this faction. Obviously, she is with, married. I don't think she's married. She's with Bo Dallas, um, obviously part of the actual Wyatt family in real life. Um, yeah. So there is that. And then the final two slots, I think a lot of people are kind of thinking, is it Bray and alternate Bray? So will we see two different Bray Wyatts? Will we see the Bray Wyatt we see on TV today? And will we see a different Bray Wyatt? And he is also... Two members of the Wyatt Six. <laughs> so, so Bray is Uncle Howdy. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Um, 
So it's interesting. A lot of people are going that way. I think a few people have said maybe they're going to bring in the um, Rotunda family or you know Barry Windham or people like that into the fray as well. But I think ultimately... Into the fray with Bray. Into the fray with Bray. Um, but nobody really knows for sure, basically. But I think a lot <laughs> so, of the... <laughs> so to answer the question, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Identities revealed? No! <laughs> um, but I think a lot of people are... You know, very, very sure that Vincent and Dutch are going to be part of this. Um, I think Bray is real life friends with them as well outside of the promotion. So that um, <laughs> real life friends, real life friends, the best kind, <laughs> the, the best kind. Um, and obviously we've you know we've had uh, Uncle Howdy, we've had Uncle Brody, both of them trademarked. Interesting, so, um, interesting. Could be some kind of a homage to Brody Lee, of course, but. Mm. Yeah, so it seems like Vincent and Dutch are going to take up those two spots. I think Liv Morgan is an easy assumption. Bo Dallas is an easy assumption, but then it's like, well, what do we do? Where do we go from here? Now, I think Zero News or a few other people have kind of speculated that we are going to get to see um, the Wyatt Six versus the Bloodline, a Survivor Series. I can't personally see it at this stage because I think even if it, you know, is true, there's a Wyatt Six and Bray Wyatt is going to, you know, make a stand or whatever. I don't think you can come out of the Survivor Series with, with Roman looking strong. I think the Bloodline, I've thoroughly enjoyed. And mm. honestly, the, the inclusion of Sami Zayn has kept that... Light. Like, it could have actually got a little bit dull by now, but the inclusion of Sami Zayn has been great. Um, I'm sure Bray, in the factions he's had in the past, and what he'll do with this, again, will be fantastic. But do we really want the waters muddied for... If they have a, a match... It should just be straight them versus like Roman versus him. I don't want the factions involved. Yeah, you know maybe initial shenanigans when they're setting up, but I don't want it to be like a faction war. I want it to be them no. two having a match. I think it gets a little too messy at that point. I think that's why it feels like it won't happen. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because like Bray's come back, and then if we have some kind of multi-man match thing take place, it's like hmm. so. Exactly. I think yeah. ultimately, yeah. if Bray's gonna come back and go for the title, you want to see Bray versus Roman. You don't want to see what it, faction I mean, wars. It seems quite. Like from everything that's being speculated, no one's really talking about the fiend. Mm. Like I know we had the fiend mask, but we also had a lot of the Firefly stuff there. Do you think this could be the the end of the fiend? Do you think we'll ever see the fiend again? I think a lot of people thought when we had uh, Bray's return, we saw all the different kind of masks and puppets and all that kind of shit come to life. Everyone was like, each of them's going to be a real character. I actually think it is the the end of each of them. I think mm. it's going to be. So I mean, it's either going to be. Bray has got six personalities, and he's like trying to count them. That like nobody, in terms of what exists. we've seen, we've got Swampy Bray, Swampy Bray, Fiend, Fiendy Bray, Firefly Bray, Firefly Bray, Husky Harris. Yeah. We're getting close to six. He has to introduce um, a couple more, you know. Current Bray and the Mask Guy. Yeah, whoever that is. Six. Um. So yeah, you know. I we mean, could... they need better names than we've given them. But <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. Hus- <laughs> What's wrong with Husky Harris? I think you know. That's true. That's true. Not a name anyone gave him, but WWE. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of people think it could be in his head. It couldn't actually be real people. I think a lot of people also think that it's going to be six people, and we're going to get to see some kind of Survivor Series shenanigans. War games. War games. So we will see. But um, yeah. Are they revealed? <laughs> no. Basically. No. no they're like not. baited to the fuck. Ha. <laughs> So, speaking of speculation, Carl, I will be clear from the off, this is speculative. There's still a lot of silence on the matter, but a lot of people recall what happened over the whole media scrum and uh, controversy subsequent. You know, people got bit. You know, we're not blaming anyone. Everyone's suspended, except for A-Steel, who doesn't work for the company anymore. (laughs) We're not saying any names. But Wade Keller of Pro Wrestling Torches spoke on this um, and has um, talked about Tony Khan and his potential side of the fence and he seems to heavily believe that Tony Khan is siding more with the the Bucks and the Elite uh, than CM Punk which is an interesting one and he has been clear that this isn't something he's got inside information on, it's not something that Tony's told him, it's just based on the the general vibe if you will Um, the interesting thing is he said that um, Tony is still very interested in Punk from a creative standpoint you know, from the matches that potentially could happen that haven't happened yet and that sort of thing. Um, there's still a lot of potential there with Punk that he would love to explore. But it seems that if he has to make the choice, then it's going to be 
the you know Omega in the books, which is interesting. Mm. And the suggestion, obviously, I, I slightly joked it before, but Ace Steel being released would suggest that that is the side of the fence they're leaning on. Yeah, possibly. Um, it's mad, really, because Tony is a massive CM Punk mark. Let's be honest. He I mean, he let him go rogue on a media screen. Loves <laughs> pink, pink punk. He fucking loves. Punk. <laughs> I mean, like like pink. He likes as pink well, as well. You know, she's good. Um, but yeah, so it's it's interesting to think that he would ever you know disregard Punk to sign with uh, to side with the elite. So. Well, if Punk goes to WWE, then uh, he, I don't think he'd be a fan of Punk anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's true. But he's got a lot more fucking money, money. than people. Um, yeah. He does have more fucking money. <laughs> it is interesting, to say the least. I think um, the investigation that's underway is apparently going to come to a close pretty soon. And hopefully we get some answers either way. Um, a lot of people seemingly don't want Punk back in AW, but... Yeah, Tony seems to be a massive mark. I fucking loved him. So the thing is, like a lot of people don't want Punk back, and it, it was a bit of a, a rant and a bit unprofessional. Like I'm not bothered if he comes back. Mm. I feel like he kind of like it. The main thing needs to happen is that the shit needs to be settled one way or the other. You can't come back and then they all still hate each other and refuse to work together no. and all that kind of bullshit. If they've all put it to bed and they all come back sound, I'm fine with that. Um, it's the continuation of this fucking nonsense really that I don't want. Yeah. You know, it's mad. I think uh, somebody posted uh, the media scrum like a year ago versus now, and it was like Punkers is like, I'm so happy to be here and I fucking love Still this place. And then it's like, what a difference a year makes because oh, now he's like, difference. I fucking hate. Um, so, I mean, what was in there, muffins? <laughs> what was in there? Yeah, no, he, he fucking promoted it so much that uh, you have to kind of have uh, a question, don't you? Was it them that turned him rogue? <laughs> um, but. To add fire to flames, what's fucking fuel to the fire? Fuel to the fire. Through the fire and the flames. Um, yeah, I don't know. Even like through the darkest days. Yeah. Okay, this it all, it all works. It all works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so apparently Triple H is actually um not super against the idea of Punk returning to WWE. <laughs> I love the way the news is at the minute. He's not. <laughs> Super against the against, idea. I mean, he's not like, said I fucking hate that guy. So basically, what we're saying is he hasn't said he wants him. <laughs> but um, by all accounts, I think uh, Triple H and a lot of people in WWE at the minute just want to create compelling TV. And so whatever that means, whoever that involves, that's what they're going to do. And uh, yeah, a lot of people then have speculated to say, well, CM Punk mustn't be off the table because at the end of the day, Triple H has said, you know, everyone's got a price. Million dollar man, um, and everybody, um, you know, can you know contribute in some way, shape, or form. So it's whether or not it adds something in the right way to WWE. Uh, Triple H may be open to it, but obviously it's well documented. Uh, Phil Brooks and Paul Avec have got some uh, you unfinished know, unfinished business, unfinished business, some real life beef, and um, I don't know, Even I can't me, see him going back. Why would he want him? Well, yeah, I mean, like, well, to be fair. WWE may want him because of how much kind of, you know, ruckus and how much, you know, attention he brought to AEW. So it mm. might just be a massive fuck you to them, the fact we can would get you, him. Would you want to hire him based on how he's... Like, you wouldn't want to hire him as a talent if he's no. going to continue to act like he acted. Well, to be fair, I think the discussions originally were that it wouldn't be a full-time talent. It'd be for a few special appearances. And also... You're, you're Goldberg now. Factoring in, does Punk need it? So I think his uh, contract was like three point five million for the year or something, and uh, you know apparently Tony Khan's gonna buy that out. So God, I'd love to live in that. Tony, can you do me a favor, right? Hire me, right? <laughs> I'll embarrass you in the media as well, and fuck you can he is. you can definitely buy me out. I'm I'm fine I'm with that. Out. Like, um, that's not a bad day's work. That is it. Yeah, pretty bad business. So you're gonna he 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 makes a really awkward situation for you in this media scrum, and then you pay him for that. Yeah, <laughs> not ideal. Not ideal. I understand. Um, it just so yeah, will Punk it. be returning to uh, WWE? I I can't see it. I would be very surprised. Apparently, it's not off the table. Apparently, those close to Triple H have said that it's not going to happen. We'll see. I got we'll that see. from the voices in my head just now. Okay. <laughs> also, the voices. No, that's it. Um. So the next one, Carl, and it's another one that makes me laugh. You know, Shawn Michaels has confirmed. Is it? Shawn Michaels has confirmed he wants this, right? What he's actually said is it's not up to him. But it seems 
heavily um, in the works, and I think this has come from more than just Shawn Michaels. It's come from like before this that with NXT UK stopping, and they're going to be looking at NXT Europe. They're going to be looking at branching out even further. Uh, it seems a dead set now that we're going to get an NXT Japan and an NXT Mexico. Mm. Um, what Shawn Michaels has been quoted and saying in the, in the media call relating to Halloween Havoc was that he would love the idea of branching further out. He'd love the idea of branching further out, like touring with NXT, getting you know getting out of Orlando, um, and and touring in that sense. Um, we need to say they need to get the, this premium live events out of the way. They need to sort of see the success of that and then go from there. But ultimately, the book doesn't stop with Sean. But Sean loves the idea, so. You know he's he's running the show with NXT now, and uh, you know if that's what he wants, and you know he's got the ear of the right people. Then hopefully we can see NXT, not just you know NXT Japan, NXT Europe, NXT Mexico, but hopefully we can see the NXT brand we have now doing a little bit of touring around the US as well. I mean, it'd be nice to see the brand we have now put on good shows. To be fair, maybe um, that would be that would be nice. Um, but yeah, I I mean obviously bias, but I think uh, NXT Europe. Should be the focal point. I think we, you know, <laughs> yeah, they had. And a it very, should be based in the UK. <laughs> they had a very successful UK <laughs> operation going on, and they oh, yeah. were like, "Yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna sack that off. I'm gonna do a NXT Europe." But now they're trying to go for Japan and Mexico. I think they had a roster of people there, very talented people, and mm-hmm. they decided to stop that for whatever reason. Grind so, you. I don't know. I think um, yeah, get get Europe sort of first. Get the roster built up, and then we'll see about expansions. But I don't know. It's interesting because obviously, um, you know, the are they in cahoots with uh New Japan because obviously everything going on with um. I mean, I've got some stuff to report later that might yeah. suggest they're not. Yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, but it seems like they were they were in uh you know getting into bed with uh, New Japan, but now maybe not. So yeah, starting their own promotion would be. The worst. I mean, um, would you get in bed with New Japan if that's what you're going to do? Like, look at what they did to the UK wrestling scene. In all fairness, mm. like companies closed because NXT UK come along. So yeah, it's uh, interesting uh, to say the least. So the next one, I'm fucking buzzing about. Have you put obviously. that up just a K for Carl? Is that what that is? Yeah, me. Okay. I'm the king. Um. So anyone, <laughs> the king Carl gimmick just for this show. <laughs> Anybody who has uh, watched this over, you know, the past couple of years will know what a massive fan I am of King of the Ring. And according the to... not the gimmick. Well, yeah, that is very fucking clear to say. Um, I hate the way that's become the thing now. Like, like you win you won the King of the Rings, and, and now you're actually a king and we're going to destroy you. Um, it's, like, it's better winning money in the bank because you get something out of it. King of the Ring... You get a trophy and a shit gimmick. Yeah, not ideal. Um, but apparently they it's are no going to bring this Jerry, back. By the way. So, um, well, depends on who you believe. So this has come from Uncle Dave at Wrestling Observer. And he has said that in spite of things like Hell in a Cell and other pay-per-views like that, you know, being put out to pasture, if you will, that King of the Ring is actually going to get its uh, return into the spotlight. So I think... Obviously, it got cancelled a couple of years ago. I think that was a lot um, to do with the ratings or lack thereof at the time. And I think, you know, Peacock and the WWE Network at the moment are just kind of, irrespective of ratings, they're going to put on shows. So, yeah, it's coming out of here right now. Well, yeah. Um, Triple, H, <laughs> Triple H is very clear that he wants to bring this back by all accounts. And of course he does. It's Triple H. Well, he's the king know, of kings. He is uh, a former king of the ring. He's, he's crowned been. himself the king of kings. So no matter who wins, this is he's true. the king of kings. This is true. Um, you know, he should have won it in uh, 96, but obviously Austin won it because of the whole click thing. So he won it in 97. So it holds a bit of a... Adam Sandler movie. Probably. He's done that many. Click? Where, where would that have him lose king of the ring? Yeah, so uh, Triple H farted and uh, David Hassoff <laughs> face. Did you not see that? Um. So yeah, I think uh, King of the Ring potentially coming back, and I am all for it. I think also Queen of the Ring is going to take place. I know they did the uh, Queen's uh, Crown, the Queen's Crown tournament, the Queen's Crown yeah. tournament. I think it will be Queen of the Ring. I think they will do kind of a. Uh, although, how do you position that? You you have a pay per view called King of the Ring, and it's like, and also the women. So King and Queen of the Ring. Yeah. So it's a bit like. Mm, what do you do? The trouble is, King of the Ring is like a, it's a synonymous name, isn't it? It's got like a lot of history in wrestling. I mean, it rhymes. WWE, should I say. Rhymes. But, like you say, it's not very inclusive. 
unless you go off that whole thing like there's this new thing now like and I'm behind the times so apologies because I'm going to sound like a dinosaur when I say this but like this new thing you look like like the new Thor film that's Mm. hard to say isn't it the new Thor film Thor film Um, and they had like um, Valkyrie was was king she wasn't a queen and it's like Ty Valkyrie was it? yeah yeah she she, she's king but my point is like the title of king there seems to be like well you know it doesn't have to apply to a bloke so you know, do we need a Queen's Crown tournament, or could you have a King of the Ring tournament for men and for the women, like the Owen? I think we need a Queen. Oh, whatever. Maybe I'm old. Maybe I'm behind Maybe the times. Maybe I'm old. But I think we need a King and a Queen. Um, so we'll see. But the main thing is potentially it's coming back. And the bright side is, Selena Vega's not doing the Queen thing now, is she? Like she's come back. Much more silly. I mean, I think Xavier Woods might be. But he's just not on TV. So. He's just at home. <laughs> that was his scepter, by the way. <laughs> just at home. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um... So, Carl, Nikki Ash is back. Is she? Yeah. No, Nikki Ash is gone. Oh. oh. Nikki Cross is back. She's, oh. she's now oh. cross again. Ah. Oh. She got really cross last week, and now she's still cross. Yeah. Um. No, obviously, a lot of people have noticed on last week's Raw, she had a bit of a meh and took a, a superhero mask off. I was like, what? what's the future hold for Nikki? Well, I'm really excited for this because we got to see a sort of basically Leia be fuck her out on Raw, and she's like, come back. She's been addressed as Nikki Cross. She's not got the superhero gimmick going on. She's she's laid out big players. You know, she's laid out the likes of Bailey and the like. And I'm like, good. This is good. This is the push I want, and I hope this is where they're going with it. Like, she won the women's title as Nikki Ash and got beaten by Charlotte Flair, as everyone does when they're women's champions. At some point, you're going to get beaten by Charlotte Flair. That's, like, the rule. But um, I feel like there's, a like, a really good um, main title run for her in in like, the, this iteration, which is um, the one we obviously all know and love. That's mad. Cool. I forgot you won the belt. You forgot? I forgot you. I mean, I, I think it was relatively quick because you're like, we're going to put it back on Charlotte because we're scared. That goes to show we're scared of how change. successful yeah. that has been. Because I was like, she won the belt. She won the belt. Um, but yeah, I think... It was around the time that Dewdrop was always involved and shit. I don't hear a call. Like, I don't even know where Dewdrop's gone now. Well, she's there. Like, I think Nikki Cross right. wearing the um, jacket was the jacket that Dewdrop gave to her. It was like, now I'm going to be a Nikki... Um. Okay. So, yeah. So she's still there, but um. Yeah, Where? I completely forgot. <laughs> she's she's there. there. She's fucking there. Um. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a bit of good news. Yeah. I hope it is. I like. Like honestly, I hope you, it is. You don't ever make a statement like that without it paying off. Well, yeah. I think um. She's been. What's the word to use? She's been. Just hovering in the women's division for the last couple of years, and I think we've all. Which is where they started the superhero gimmick. Like, wow, you can float. <laughs> wow. Um, we've all thought that she uh, deserves more. Apparently, you know, a title run, which she had. So, the more <laughs> she you know. She should. Um, oh, she did have that. Okay. <laughs> that did happen. So, she needs more, but with more focus, to say the least. Um, so, the next one to talk about, Chavo Guerrero, Ooh, Chavo. is apparently um, set to star in a major motion picture. Now, Obviously, we know Chavo has been supporting on uh, The Rock's project, Young Rock, he has, he has. Um, as the wrestling coordinator. And so he is also going to be wrestling coordinator on a new film, but he's also going to have a starring role. Now, this is the Iron Claw, which is the um, the Von Erich film we've spoken about previously. Nice. And the guy on the right there looking all sexy is Zac Efron, who's going to play Kevin Von Erich, I believe. Um <laughs> That's Zach Efron. Yeah, that's... well, damn, he looks yeah. different. Um, in case you wonder why I lean forward, everyone, when it's clearly behind me, it's not behind me in real life. Right? <laughs> Shh, you're ruining the illusion. Um, but yeah, so uh, Zach Efron's playing Kevin Van Erich, and um, I have no idea who's playing Kerry Van Erich, who's the most famous. Uh, Zach Efron. Um, probably all of them. Zach's like playing all of them. Eddie Murphy type situation. <laughs> it's, like, um, yeah, it's like naughty professor. <laughs> basically. Um, so I think it. Firstly, it's amazing that this is uh, seen the light of day. Obviously, it's a very tragic story mm, yes, about the Monarchs. I mean, it's um, one that you kind of we're gonna have to watch. It's like it's a tale that that is a very interesting. We'll let you say yeah. that there's no sort of good outcome for this film. No, um, it's it's such a horrible circumstance for that family. So I think it's probably right to be worthy of like documenting in a oh yeah, yeah. in a movie because 
it's mad and you know horrible to see what's happened to that family. But also, and no disrespect to Von Erich, so I think it's crazy getting people like Zac Efron involved as well. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's, it, you know it's definitely got a bit of weight behind it. Um, mm. you know, to get Zach, to get Charvo, to get a number of others um, who names I can't <laughs> so, remember and, and the rest. other actors. Um, <laughs> but by all accounts, they're um, you know pretty pretty high profile. So yeah. <laughs> unless you can't, <laughs> unless I don't know the fuck you are. But um, yeah, I think it's a it's a nice thing to recognize the Van Eriks. I think you know one of the best wrestling families. You know, you talk about the Hart, you talk about um, the Anawai families, stuff like that. You know, the Von Eriks are up there, and unfortunately, their lives were filled by uh, tragedy. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out on the silver screen. But mm-hmm. yeah, Chavo will be in the movie as well. Zach it's interesting. Like Chavo seems to be making a real career out of this um, wrestling coordinating. Because wasn't he involved in Glow as well? Yeah, so Glow, he's been Young Rock, and now this. It feels like there's a, a bit of a niche in the in Hollywood for wrestling coordinator role. I'm just gonna stay well away from the joke. Like, there's so much, uh, so much you could try and take the piss out of. There, <laughs> Wouldn't be the first guy in Hollywood who's told uh, men what to. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Epstein. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Carl T Bar T Bar. Fucking gone now, isn't it? So we saw um, around the, the Halloween Havoc stuff, uh, they, they actually set fire to the T-Bar mask. Now they haven't officially said he's going back to Dominic Djokovic, but I'm just glad that T-Bar seems to be done. Is Which it... is weird because there's been a few matches he had without the mask when he was tag-teaming very briefly on SmackDown, so it's not like he was permanently wearing it, but perhaps, like, we're burning mm. the mask, we're, we're really putting down the T-Bar thing now. And it seems like we're going to get a repackage of old Dominic Jakovic there, so that'd be nice. It was like really interesting. I forgot he was called Dominic. I was like, now there's already a Dominic. <gasps> Domini. Domini. Um, yeah, he's probably going to join Schism because fuck it, why not? <laughs> That's the shittest name for a faction ever. Um, but yeah, you know, fair play. He apparently did uh, really well on NXT. A lot of people really got behind him. And then obviously, yeah, T bag. I mean, T bar. Um, really. Let's face it, retribution was just a fucking disaster for everyone involved. It comes to something when being part of maximum male models is a step up from what you were doing. Yeah, just Very saying. Point. Very good point. Um, I kind of forgot everything that went on with the retribution. It was a fucking mad little angle that one. It was like we're gonna try and break down the doors. We won't do it, but. We'll throw some rocks. And we were the ones who spent months turning the lights on and off and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, ooh, okay. Um, but yeah, so. What the damaging thing really was just like, they had, a, well, I remember one particular match and The Fiend was just like decimating them all. Like, you know, he was basically making a point like, oh, you guys can turn lights on and off. Look at shit I can do. Just appear next to them and fucking ruin them. And it's like, yeah, because yeah. this, is, this is what you are to people. This is what you are. And then maybe. we thought, maybe they're going to make it cool when Ali was like, I was the real hacker and leader, and then that never went <laughs> Well, anywhere. a hacker was interesting, but um, the Well, you love a good mystery. I do, I do. Mm. Um, but yeah, didn't really come to... No follow-through, no follow-through. No. So if you shit yourself, it would have been good. That's what we're saying. <laughs> um, Instead, you just shit the bed. <laughs> shit the bed. Now, speaking of shit in the bed, um, <laughs> this is a fascinating one. So obviously, we've got very strong opinions on the money in the bank and the misuse, if you will, over the last couple of years. But yes. by all accounts, um, Austin Theory may be set to put the money in the bank uh, contract on the line in an upcoming match. And I'm fucking sick of it. We thought the same with... Can't um, the guy who wins the fucking case actually use the fucking case? Well, you know, this first started to happen with Otis, didn't it? And it was like, why has Otis won it? And then they were like, why the fuck did we let Otis win it? And well, then we, I mean, at least this was going to be in a match. Because, like, wasn't there some sort of bullshit legal battle that JBL... Like, JBL was the judge for some reason. Of course he was. And it's like, well, it's Miz's briefcase now. And it's like, what? Why? Um, so, yeah. So, you know, there was bullshit. all that. But That's apparently, um, it's not over with. So, Austin Theory is set to... Um, Defend the briefcase or the title. I'm intrigued because they were heavily hinting that he was going to cash in at NXT and go back down there. I mean, they've alluded to a lot of things. Mm. um, But I think either way, he's going to cash in. Well, he's going to put the title contract on the line at some point against someone. Um, Why? 
yeah, well, that's the main thing. Why would you do that unless there was something to be gained? Uh, you know, it seems like if he puts that on the line, there's everything to lose, right? Yeah. There's, there's nothing like, for him to... It's not something he has to defend. Like, the titles you have to defend, so it makes sense why you have matches to defend your title. Yeah. This is uh, a promise of a match for a title, and you're going, well, I'll put that on the line. You don't have to put it on the line. It's no. your contract. So it's like, if he defends it, and he wins, does he get two title opportunities? Like, he just gets the pat on the back for still having the briefcase. It's yeah. just fucking stupid. So it makes me think, in other words, they've now you know, done what they did with uh, Otis and gone, we've got no idea what we want to do with him. And, uh, money in the got bank. No so, direction. Uh, so yeah, which will be a massive shame. Now, a lot of people seem to shit on this guy. I, I still maintain he could be fucking amazing. He's very young. Not he's yet. got a lot of potential. Not yet. I mean, you say not yet, yet, but how no, old was Cena yet. when he won? Oh, how, old was how, old Orton? how old was oh, a lot yeah. of people? I Cena, think he Cena's could be... build was better. Build? Yeah. Really? Cena come into the scene with his chain gang thug stuff and his whole B-squared guy that was with him all the time. So he really? <laughs> built himself up, got popular, won the US title, made the US title fucking awesome. People love the US title, the US title for like a minute. Right. Like then he actually tried to elevate Carlito before he dropped the title and went to the main event scene. His whole feud with Brock Lesnar was what elevated him to be a main event player. His whole finisher was based on an FU to the F5. You know, everything was executed much better than Austin Theory, like taking selfies and being a dick. Nah. Bullshit, Carl. I disagree. I think it's um I think it's been very similar to seeing it to be fair. I think um <laughs> No, I do. I think, ah, nice. um, I think his his kind of rise to prominence has been very similar to John Cena. Whether or not you enjoy him as much is a different question. But I think it's been a very <laughs> similar kind of uh, you know trajectory. You know, he's started out. He's he's you know got a name for himself. People have been like, "Oh, who's this guy?" He's won the US title. He's got the money in the bank. He's got an opportunity. You can't just tick the boxes like that. Though he hasn't. He won the US title for like what a week. Oh, he still won it. It's not the um, same. So what? So it's basically he has to F five Big Show, then he'd be okay in your eyes. What are you saying? Big Show. Yeah. Why Big Show? He's oh, on the other show. He beat the fucking US. You know, he beat him for the he US needs title. To go. The, I suppose the modern day equivalent would be F five and like Bobby Lashley or someone. That's easy. I can F five Bobby Lashley. Ah, Bobby, come here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I um. I think he's been harshly done by. I think he still could be. A massive, um, you know, superstar for the future. For I I will agree with you that he's got potential. I just don't I don't see how you can give him the money in the bank and expect him to cash in realistically on anyone. But I mean, well, yeah, based on the circumstances now. But do you then make him lose it? Based on the circumstances in Cena's day, would you have had him cash in on Brock Lesnar? Well, there was at least multiple champions. It wasn't just the Roman show. And Roman's no, not losing any time soon. Champions. We had Cena. No. Cena won it eventually. Who's the other guy? I don't know. Batista, probably. Maybe. There was big gold. It was the other one, wasn't it? Um, whereas now, it's like, you know, Roman owns everything. Theory's never beaten Roman. So it's like, mm. so what do you do? Make him lose to someone else who's not going to beat Roman? I don't I, really I care. was fine with him going to NXT and getting the NXT title for no well, reason. That's fucking stupid. I hate that. He's where he belongs. Right. The thing is, right, I would be happy for him to lose and not get the belt. It's a money in the bank. It's the opportunity to get the fucking top belt. So, you know, people are there like, why is the challenge for this? Why didn't you challenge for the NXT? Why didn't you challenge for the, the US title? Because the fuck, it's an opportunity to challenge for any belt you want. You'd go for the main one. Fair. I will give him credit for one thing, though. I enjoyed all his attempted cash-ins that got thwarted. <laughs> I was actually enjoying that. Like when, like when uh, Tyson knocked him out at Class of the Castle and stuff. I was enjoying them. Mm. Uh, it's a shame that they obviously are going away from that. Like, I was enjoying him desperately trying to cash in. Like, that would have actually been something that I would have happily had them follow through with. Like, it gets to the point where it's like, you had a year to cash in mm. and you haven't. Like, this is your last chance kind of stuff. And it's like, his desperation to cash in without somebody fucking it up for him yeah. would have been an actual funny story for me. Well, that's it. Like, you know, they, you know, they've got 12 months they can do you know, any time in that in, in that whole period to cash in. And it's like, well, no one's ever left it until the last minute. getting to the next money in the bank and they're like, if you do not cash in tonight, you do not cash in. And Imagine. He's, he's trying his best here's to cash one. in here's at one. money in the here's bank. Here's one. He enters money in the bank and wins again. 
No, it's a whole different okay, year. Okay. Another year. What I would love, I do think that's funny, and that would piss people the fuck off. I would love, right? Imagine he takes that long, he cashes in at money in the bank, he fucking wins, and then the money in the bank winner comes out, and cashes in on him, <laughs> bins him straight away. <laughs> that would be fucking brutal. That would be but... the that would be the last bit of the. People fucking it up for him. That would just be the last punch. But like the thing is, though, it's so easy to like fanbook that kind of thing to make it interesting. It's like, yeah, why isn't it interesting? That's that's a fair point. So, yeah, yeah. Well, straight away there, right? That solves two things for me, right? If you did what I've just suggested there, and you have him cash in at Money in the Bank, and then the new Money in the Bank winner cashes in on him, right? Then that we don't have to worry about Money in the Bank for the next year. You don't have to panic. You just have to deal with whoever won the title. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because I feel like the the trouble with this pay per view right now is that they are doing it for doing its sake and they don't always have a direction. Well, yeah. I mean, um, so like Hell in a Cell, you know, things like that are all seemingly gone. So I think um, I don't know. I, I think I'm sorry, I prefer think... this to WrestleMania. It was, it was well, nice. There was a, I would didn't mind money in the bank's a pay per view, but I'm actually starting to think it might be better as a match that you pull out when you need it because having one when they haven't really got anyone to put in that position is no. for the last two years now has not worked. Yeah, it's I mean you know similar to like Hell in a Cell, it was like you have to make a feud so you know fucking volatile that you have to we sell can only it sell it's in a cell and like, it's like I just spilt your coffee yeah it's like it's got to a point now where it's like well they've only just been fighting for a week like is it, is the hell in a cell necessary that far um, so similar with this yeah I think um, you know bring it out when it is yeah. essential really to the you know the whole kind of title picture anyway I agree like, Austin Theory's got it now and it's like well he challenges Roman he's getting beat so what do you do so yeah interesting to say the least to say the least now, I'm going to apologise for this one, Carl, because my link in my notes is about Charlo Guerrero, so... <laughs> I fucked you over there, didn't I? <laughs> Talking much yourself. But, here's an, no, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll vamp. I know what the, this is about. Um, so, Carl. Carl Anderson is currently the uh, the never openweight champion at New Japan. Okay. And people were like, whoa, this is weird. He's now back in WWE, and he's currently a champion for New Japan. How's that going to work? I don't think this has ever happened before. I believe... It actually had a lot of people like, I don't think it's ever happened before. I believe Shinsuke actually did this. Could be wrong. Um, but a lot of people are like, what's going to happen with this belt? He's going to have to defend it at some point. He's going to have to drop it at some point. Something going to have to happen with it. Um, and it turns out he was scheduled to defend this belt. And unfortunately, he was scheduled to defend it at the same time that they've put the Saudi pay-per-view in there. And they've got these two in a match with AJ Styles at the Saudi event. Yeah. So basically, in the professional manner that he's done, New Japan have tried to reach out to Carl over this and said, like, well, what's going on? You were meant to be defending this. We don't want to let fans down, etc." And he's gone, yeah, I'm not answering that. Which is just it's fucking great, brilliant, isn't it? Is it? So, um, so they have had no response from Carl Anderson. And chances are they're going to have to vacate the belt because he's just gone, ah, fuck it, I'm, in, I'm making Saudi money now. Um, which is crazy to me. Like I understand, like a lot, so many people are kind of defending this, going, "Well, you know, it's uh, it's just business, and WWE are probably not letting them in the second next thing." Like, not being funny. New Japan was the company that basically made it. Like he was nothing in WWE. He had to build himself up, much like Cody, much like Finn Balor, much like all these people who made themselves big in New Japan before they got to WWE. Hmm. I don't. I know we had Festus, and I know we had people like that, but these two, as a tag team, and as like stars were made in New Japan, and it shocks me that it's been like he's just like, especially to be like, if he'd have had an honest conversation and said, "Look, I've signed with WWE. This does fuck your plans up a bit. I can't honor what I was doing." Fine, but Boring. the fact he's just like, I'm just gonna ignore it. Yeah. If I ignore it, he'll stop ringing. Trust me. Like that's the shit way of doing it, and um, I'm quite surprised at that. But it would seem that the the championship, the never open weight, I believe. Is uh, is gonna have to be vacated, and I don't know if they're gonna course correct a little bit, maybe do a bit of a tournament on the 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 night of their pay per view to to deal with that. But um, yeah, it looks like he's not showing because he's just not answering them. Yeah, not great. No, not, um, not the most professional no. thing. And let's be honest, we all know why he's doing it because you're making more money out of Saudi. And it's funny because there was a tweet a little while back, actually, I think from uh, Doc Gallows. I don't know that guy, but. 
actually think it was from him, um, where they said about like, will you ever go back to WWE? And this was back in 2020, and he was like, fuck that. Um, like, and it was something along of like, oh, maybe when I need a new pool or something, or maybe when I need a pool fitting in my house, or something. like some sort of tweet. I'm paraphrasing. Um, and it was like, ha, 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 and now he's come back for a big money Saudi match, and you're like, oh, okay, so it is about money. Yeah, I mean, of course it is. Like, you know. Let's be honest. Even, no, no. Um, I mean, let's be honest. Like, it is about money in the bottom line of it, but let's not pretend it's mm. all about the love of wrestling. You know, when they're not in WWE. No, because when the big money gets offered, this is what happens. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, obviously, and I'm fine when, with um, that. It's business, but don't pretend like it's not. No, obviously they've um they did the whole uh, talk and shop mania thing, didn't they? You know, their own little pay per view thing that uh, that they had. Mm. They had AW, they had Impact. So I think they're the only people who've ever worked like all the promotions in the same year kind of thing so fair play they've uh you know they've gone around the circuit but what a shitty way to um to handle the the title situation like if you're the ch- you know you're the champ you have a you know a duty to uphold to yeah. kind of defend that belt exactly and if and you then the sign way, on those, somewhere else for those who want to read the full statements i think uh, frightful Fuck's sake again! Every time, fightful, I mean, fightful, Halloween, fightful. Halloween. Okay, that works. The, pump, the pumpkins. Were, I love it. Uh, they changed their handle for the day just to justify me. Um, fightful Select have um, put out the statement on their social, so you can actually read the statement from New Japan. Uh, yeah. it's, it's essentially that he's not communicating with us, and we don't know what to do. No. We apologize. Which is, um, I don't know. It's not. It's not great, is it? Let's be honest. Um, so I don't know. I think. Yeah, money seems to have prevailed here, unfortunately, but what a shitty yeah. way to kind This of... is the real money in the bank. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, to be fair to New Japan, it's like it's shitting on their belt, isn't it? It's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. They've, um, they've not basically worth, just Not gone. even worth defending. Yeah, so not ideal. And obviously New Japan have been trying to, um, you know, handle it in the best way possible. They've not kind of gone, he's a cunt, we want it back. They basically said, look, we booked him, it was all agreed, it was all signed, it was all done. He's now since signed for someone else and now says he can't make the date. Um, we hold our champions to high esteem. And, you know, if he doesn't show, we're going to strip him. So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's interesting, though, because you imagine there's legal ramifications there. you gotta you got to have some confidence in WWE's legal team to go, eh, fuck him. Because, he, like you say, it must have been, like, contracted in some way. Because so many people, that, again, in the comments, everyone's an expert, and it's like, oh, you know, that's what they get for putting a belt on someone who isn't signed to their company. And it's like, I'm sure there was some sort of contractual agreement over defending that belt and over being at that pay-per-view. So I don't mm. think it was as rogue as that. He just chose to not do it. Yeah. But, like, I don't think WWE will take the brunt of anything because they've just signed the guy. Ultimately, yeah. it's him who's got well, the exactly, obligation. Yeah. So. Um, crazy, crazy stuff. And it also do. kind of affects, you know, when people are going, is there going to be a relationship between New Japan and WWE? You go, well, this doesn't really help that. <laughs> doesn't bode well. They may have retweeted something a couple of weeks ago, but it's probably just been to be like, hey guys, we're cool. Can we, we please we have call back yeah. for the fucking pay-per-view? Um, so we will see. But Interesting stuff. Shitty, to say the least. Um, yeah, that was the, that was the segment. That was the news this week. Um, yeah, very varied set of news a lot of things going on a lot of um intrigue as well for bray mm. obviously the first smackdown obviously there's a lot of stuff going on there with uh you know his uncles and all that so we'll uncle see what that leads uncle yeah. <laughs> at this point why not um <laughs> so we will see what happens there obviously dynamite we've got going on tonight another stacked show it seems um but yeah, again, it's a stack show, good wrestling matches, but what's it really? There's no, wrestling? there's no place for it in the podcast. But how good was IMJF um, back and forth with Regal? That was good. That was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the kind of things you want to see. You know what I mean? It's it's the kind of things we've been saying about AW of like, yeah, they have great matches, but there's nothing really progressing the story. And it's like, because oh, now off the back of that, it's like, well, what's going to happen? Because MJF has been like, he didn't turn on Regal, he didn't hit him when he had the chance. Are we going to get MJF and Regal's team? Are we going to get MJF, you know, is Regal going to be in his head? He's not going to be able well, to go through with it. I'm calling it right now. Come. Regal's turn on the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. Is he though? Yeah. He's going he to be MJF's mentor. He's going to pass MJF the or, or is MJF going to be so inoculated with, with Regal and being like, I have to do this clean. I'm not going to cheat. He has the opportunity to win in a bad way. But he decides, you know what, I'm going to win proper, yeah. and that fucks him over. The line I enjoyed the most, though, was um, 
Regal getting the brass knuckles out and going, I'd like, I didn't use these because I need to, I used these because I like hurting people. Yeah. You fucking maniac. Yeah. I love it. I fucking <laughs> love it. Um, Regal's an absolute legend. <laughs> but yeah, the pair of them, I think, uh, put on a compelling but like truthful promo. It was um, obviously stuff that's happened in a, in actual life with the MJF and NXT. So, yeah, a lot of... I think that's when it, it does the best, when there's like reality to it, you know? But again, people jump on it straight away. Even when it matters and it's relevant to the story, oh, they can't not mention WWE, can they? It's like, it's not the same. No. I, I'm, I'll, I'll agree when AEW just take a random shot at them, it's shit. But that was relevant. It was relevant to the history between those two. It just happened to be in WWE. What um again not in the news we probably could have added this um what did you make of apparently uh Billy Gunn could have been on uh, WWE if only a uh WWE would have referenced AW it's um it's mad really when and I don't know uh Road Dogs got no control over this but when the the suggestion was made that we did everything we could to make it happen it's like referencing AW is not the worst thing you could have done it wouldn't even really affect your product like. For the sake of Billy Gunn being there, I think that was probably the, the thing to give. It's a shame. It's a shame. And you understand, like, I kind of, like, I don't care what people think in terms of, like, oh, we should have, they should have not been that petty and so on. Like, Tony Khan's kind of a petty dude. I totally get why he asked them to do that. Because it yeah. won't, I don't even think it would have been a Billy thing. He'll have gone, yeah, you know, he's, he's a star with AEW. So you reference AEW, he's going to show. Does it give but, them um, more? Validation in a sense because you know, I, I suppose in a way, mentioned yeah, impact, they don't want to the knockout yeah. champion Mickey James, they mentioned New Japan, yeah. The fact they don't want to mention like it shows you that sadly the relationship is probably as sour as he's made it out to be. And so, a lot of that is down to Tony because he, he's like, Well, fuck you, then, yeah. But still, uh, for me, it's like, Come on, fucking man, it's all I need. <laughs> um. But yeah, for me, I I think it, it's not an unreasonable request. Is it? It's like, like even if it's, I don't know what the details were, but let's say Billy comes out in an AW t shirt. Is that the worst thing about? I don't think so. Mm. But yeah, I'm sure the uh, the wrestling world would have gone into a bit of a uh, tizzy. They've been like, oh, Daddy, yes, there. Um, yeah. Speaking Honestly, of which, I don't love for them to go wholesale and go. Billy Gunn could be there as long as the acclaim can. As long as they come out with him. Um, but yeah, obviously in no way affiliated with the acclaimed, and um, we suggest you check out our new merch on ProWrestlingTees.com. We got one because we suggest you rock, paper, scissor, me motherfucker. Yeah, um, we'll get better at that as time goes on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, new shirt, rock, paper, scissor me, available now on Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, so check that out. Obviously, if you haven't seen it already, we spoke to uh, Neil from Top Rope. Today we have some wonderful beers here that we have all consumed. the beers. Could you tell? Could you tell that mainly me that we're splattered out of our asses? I mean, to one? be fair, the mango um, is my can. It's just over there. So, <laughs> um, so um, yeah, well, yeah, fun, fun episode indeed. You get a bit more insights into Top Rope and what they're all about, what they've got planned for the future, and uh, you know, as we always say, they're fantastic beers. We always really enjoy them. I fully enjoy the Papa Mango, as people well know. If you want to get your hands on some, I believe the store is going to be reopened in a few weeks' time. It's yes. currently down for maintenance. But if you go on to topropebrewing.com right now, you can see what's going on for their birthday events, you know, yes. so in terms of what events they've got on, how you can get tickets for them, etc. And then in a few weeks' time, you can actually get access to the store again and buy some more beers. And when you do so, put in A to the K10 and you'll get 10% off. Absolutely. Fucking brilliant. I know, right? Sound a proper professional. You do that every time. Is that me? Like bollocking through it. So good at this. Um, but also, <laughs> if you are watching on our, uh, Pro Wrestling TVs right now. Nope. Pro Wrestling TV. Damn it. If you're watching on Pro Wrestling TV right now. Watching on a um, t-shirt. Shut up. Thanks. Um, if you're not, if you're watching us on YouTube, we suggest you go and check them out. Um, it's absolutely free. You can download the app now. You can get access to us as well as many other you know, amazing things in the world of professional wrestling. You have Women's Wrestling Army. You have Control Your Narrative. You have Warrior Wrestling. You have our local promotion, TNT. Um, the wrestling documentaries. Just signed um, MLW exclusively to their platform. Breaking news. Um, which I believe is going to start in November. But mm. they've released today a one-shot for MLW to give you a bit of an introduction of what content they've got coming. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, a major coup for them. Um, 
And yeah, thanks very much for staying tuned. If you haven't already, check out our interview with uh, Neil at Top Rope. And also check out Get the F Out. So it was a segment we enjoyed doing. Thoroughly enjoyed. Other uh, podcasts uh, and wrestling I'll, creators. I'll, 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 I'll say it right now. Right, I think Get the F Out has got massive potential. I love doing it. It was hours of fun. But if you don't fucking watch it, I'm not doing another one. <laughs> <laughs> please feed Anthony's ego it was his concept original concept from Anthony stolen from enjoy TV. it original concept <laughs> um, so check it out um, but no it, it was a lot of fun it was nice to the first time ever catch up with other um, shows and podcasts I know we've had a lot of requests over the years and we've just kind of been just like no um, <laughs> oh, I mean we, we were we were new to the game yeah. we were sort we're of finding our feet and yeah. It's one of them where we've just been trying to trying to do so many different things that we just we always wanted to like deal with the podcast and we always interact on social media all the time and this is the first time we've been able to collab properly which has been fantastic. Um, both podcasts are amazing guys like Cheap Pop Wrestling. Um, ours are fun. Um, obviously, both Northern British lads, so uh, there's a lot in common there in that sense. And then you got yeah. uh, Nikolai um, from the name we can't pronounce. The podcast. Yes, but I got Nikolai. Um, and um, again, it was so interesting just talking to Nikolai about um, obviously the, like Denmark and, and the wrestling scene in Denmark. And he was saying about like it, it's he was so enthralled with the community that, that there is online because the, the wrestling community is so much smaller in Denmark. And hmm. um, it was just interesting hearing about his sort of his thoughts on it and and how much sort of he enjoys like not just obviously being on shows with other podcasters but being part of like the fantasy faction that we've got on social media which again you can you can find on our socials you can find on cheap pop wrestling who are the creators of the fantasy faction um and yeah it's just it's it's just great like collabing with these wonderful uh, content creators well that's it so um you know to anthony's point if you enjoyed it let us know because hopefully we'll do a couple of more in the future and bring on some more exciting guests for you as well um, in the podcast world but yeah, another fun-filled week. Um, so thank you for watching the news. And as we said, um, check out, obviously, get the F out. As we've uh, just said, we do appreciate you checking out us as well as the, the you know, Nikolai and um, Cheapot Raston that we had on the show. Go and check them out as well. Um, and yeah, fun-filled time for all. Um, and until next week, bye. <laughs>